What's going on, everybody? Fantastic Hip Hop back here with an exclusive interview. And today we have a very special guest. Um, he came off a phenomenal 2021. He produced the For Sale EP, which was with Blue. And you produced seven tracks off Blue's newest album, The Color Blue, which, you know, was super critically acclaimed. It was in Fantano's, what, top 20, right? I think it was 18. Yep, uh, top and- 50. Top 50 uh, yeah, albums favorite of the albums of 2020. I had it at seven on my album of the year list. It was, you know, Amazing. one of the best releases I've heard. And I mean, you were a huge part of that. So um, everybody give a yeah. big welcome to Surplus. I'm so happy to have you here. Happy to ask you some questions because, I mean, it's just a lot of your your production is just so layered. I really I want to get into it, hear about it and hear <laughs> just how you've gotten to this point. So, um, yeah, you know, just thank tell you us so much, bro. I really appreciate you having me. Anytime I can be part of somebody's list, that means so much to me. Yeah. Um, whether you got a hundred followers, a million followers, it's just uh, the fact that you thought of something I put work into. It, it, it means the world. You Thank know? you. Yeah, it means a lot. I mean, it means a lot to have you. You know, be here. Like you've had a phenomenal year. So I mean, first of all, it. I just want to you know like tell everybody how I kind of discovered who you were, because I really, I don't know how long you've been, you know, producing for how long you've been, you know, in blue circle. I know you're also good close with exile. I know you went on tour with them, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I found out you were doing the EP with blue and what was that in sometime in the summer, I think. Right. Yeah, it was, well, we started working on it right after this last dirty science tour we had, Mm -hmm. Uh, well, that just came about organically, you know, because he had approached me about uh, working on the color blue. Yeah. I don't know if, if you had a backstory on that, if you've heard any interviews or uh, maybe I've mentioned it like, you know, somewhere on social media. But um, blue had already cooked up a whole project. This is the same exact concept, you know, blue samples, samples that have yeah. blue in them in yes. some way or another he cooked up all the beats and he even recorded all the verses to it, you know? And on tour, he had mentioned to X like, yo, I want you to basically remix this whole album. I'm going to scrap it. (laughs) And X, he was inundated in work at that time. You know, he's had a lot of stuff going on. So it was like, yo, why don't you hit up surplus? See what he he thinks about, you know, possibly working on that with you. And Mm -hmm. he's like, perfect. So he hit me. I said, say less. I got back from tour, started working on the joints because he sent me, you know, a batch of different samples that yeah, he had yeah. already gone through. And uh, it was just up to me to reinterpret them, basically. So, um, oh, wow. yeah, I'd started getting to work, probably put together 12, 14 joints. And then, yeah, it, it you know, became this, the color blue that you hear now. Um, but yeah it's all basically because x had mentioned that he was like oh you should have surplus possibly remix it and i was like hell yeah i'm I'm with that you know that's dope because i mean i remember when blue announced the album i remember exile actually like i saw exile's instagram post announcing the album first so i was like wait is this another blue and exile album and then you know Mm -hmm. i saw it was just a blue album and then you know obviously like when a new album comes out especially like blue you know i'm on genius reading the lyrics looking at the credits and i see you know surplus on all the tracks i'm like oh, wait, this is the guy who did the for sale EP with him. And then I kind of, you know, it all clicked together. And like, yeah, I mean, that's what the for sale was seven tracks, I think also, right? Uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So four, 14, short and sweet. yeah, 14 tracks produced, you know, 
for blue. And I mean, in my opinion, and a lot of my followers were all huge blue fans. One of the best yeah. rappers of all time. Like, Oh, of course. Dude, he shared some of my posts before. And, you know, uh-huh. like actually when miles came out last year too, like exile saw my review, we had like a, a brief chat in the DMS about it. Like uh-huh. it was awesome. You know, like those guys are like heroes to me, you know? Oh yeah. And me then, too, bro. Yeah. They've inspired me greatly, especially X, you know, me being mm-hmm. a producer, beat maker, whatever yeah. you want to call me. Um, I've looked up to X for many years, so I, I view him as not only uh, a forefather of this shit. I'm kind of following <laughs> in his footsteps, but he's also taking me under his wing, and I look at him as, as you know, uh, my OG. Yeah, in a way. In this so, um, well, how did you meet Exile? <laughs> funny story. Um, just throughout all these years, you know what I mean? Like just being mm-hmm. in the scene, going to the shows. I used to help somebody. Um, with their shirts they would you know make shirt orders for certain artists and mm-hmm. i would be around at the shows I'd, I'd i'd be at the merch booth selling stuff for, for dirty science you know when they did have yeah. shows at certain points uh with this person mm-hmm. and um yeah just you know those run-ins me being everywhere at all the shows around the way and just showing my face that that was pretty much me in a nutshell like for the last decade so you wondering where i came from it's not like i just popped up out of nowhere i've just yeah. i've been in the scene all around la greater orange county you know mm-hmm. san diego i don't know if you're familiar like with southern california yeah but, no i mean um, i i know a lot of the artists you know i yeah. met a lot of like underground guys out there and obviously you know i know the big places yeah so right right you so i was just I might not, but you know i was just everywhere <laughs> And yeah. he finally kind of put a face to the name because he caught wind of a couple of remixes that I cooked up. There was um, one of the clean hand. Remember that Pete Rock joint that mm-hmm. uh, Pete Rock and Blue had done? Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a, a single release. And I had done a remix for that. And also I did a soul provider remix as well. And yeah. uh, my boy Mainframe ended up getting those to Exile at some point. And X had put them on a, on a mix or a podcast. It was like uh, sometime around mm-hmm. the holidays and. I saw seen him at Boombox again and we had already, you know, we don't know each other through yeah. passing and just yes. seeing each other throughout the years. And uh, we were chopping it up that night. He's like, yo, send me some shit. I'm trying to put some, some out with some producers. You know, I wanted to mm-hmm. actually set, shed some light on different producers and put it out through the dirty science imprint. So I was like, hell yeah. Word. I sent <laughs> some joints that night. And then the next day he was like, yo, these are crazy. Send me more and let's build on this, you know? Yeah. So ever since then, we've kind of just been real tight. Um, you know, not only is he somebody that has uh, helped my direction as a producer, but he's also, you know, one of my, my best friends um, and yeah. he's just a good person. That's awesome. So you really, you worked your way up there, you know, you really. Yeah, just kind of showing my face everywhere and, and grinded, being involved yeah. in, in certain things that uh, normal folks around my way probably wouldn't do. If they're yeah. seen. You know, a lot of people are, are confined to their bubble and I've always been that one to go out and, and to have you get familiar with my face. Yeah. And, and, you know, with a lot of dudes, they meet so many people, but if you see them 10, 15 times, they'll start to remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know I, mean? okay, but, uh, I was never that kid that was like, yo, yo, you got to hear my joints. I make beats, you know, here's a beat CD. I was doing that with MCs, obviously mm-hmm. like, yo, I got, I got a batch for you here. Um, but when I'm in social settings, I just, I, I build with you as a person first. Yeah. And then whatever happens organically will happen. Will happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, I respect that. And I think that's one of the reasons why Blue and Exile are so beloved, besides from just like their music, yeah. they're normal guys. I mean, I know so oh, many yeah. people, so many rappers who have had great interactions with them. And I feel like they kind of stand as like the face of like the working class, like human yeah. rapper and producer, which is just like so admirable about them. And absolutely, I mean, you know, yeah. you're following in that path, which is just absolutely amazing. So yeah, um, it's yeah, uh, it's a uh, amazing to even think that they fuck with my music like that or just me in general, you yeah. know, it's, it's an honor. And uh, I really appreciate those dudes for, for giving me a chance. You yeah. Know? So how long have you been making beats for? Uh, shit. What started when I was 18. I'm 32 now. Yeah. Some years. Fucking mm-hmm. what? I, I want to say tw- I was, I was going to say just 12 years off the top of my head. Cause <laughs> It, you know, you lose track of time. Yeah. So when people ask me, I'm like, oh, I don't know, like 12 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably like 14, 15 years now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So how was, you know, the journey to this point? Because I mean, you know, obviously you built your way up, you linked mm-hmm. up with Exile, Blue, Dirty yep. Science. But, you know, was there points where you ever interacted with any other rappers who have blown up or producers or, you know, any other sort of stories? Great question. Um you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be in circles with legends or, you know, people that I'm inspired by. Uh, and it's mostly due to me helping with the shirt orders at that time and, and being at all these shows and shaking hands, giving hugs, kissing babies. Um, <laughs> I also won quite a few beat battles. I was in the beat battle circuit for, circuit really? for a minute. So I was in the trenches, you know what I mean? Doing shows, beat battles. So my name was kind of getting circulated a little bit, you know, I was getting some momentum and um, certain, certain dudes like Elder Sensei or, or Retmatic, there's dudes that have really paid attention to me from not the beginning, so to speak, but into that transition when I'm starting to bubble a little bit, people are are recognizing who I am and who I'm cool with, or, you know, as I know about my music already. Um, I don't know. Another dude that really always believed in me from the jump. And that is fucking the dude in this whole beat shit, but DiBiase. DiBiase is like one of my first supporters and somebody that has always championed my name. House Shoes, you know, just different cats. I can't name every one of them, but um, there's definitely heads that that have that prominent name in our scene yeah. that have recognized me and acknowledged um my work and, and it's only after they hear the music with hear it yeah yeah that's dope i mean you really you know from there to where you are now you really just keep working your way up which is just you know so respectable but do you have any like crazy beat battle stories because i feel like that's a culture and something that just <laughs> You know, it's different. Oh man, <laughs> I do got some crazy beat battle stories for sure. Um, damn. Well, one of them, one of the beat battles basically fell apart because one of the judges hopped out. And they felt feeling disrespected. They hopped <laughs> out of being judges, so we had to have Med come in. Like, yeah, Med is another one. Oh, of those. really? Yeah, Med came in and he was a guest judge. Uh, you know, because this person, the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not feeling somebody giving them attitude at how they judged the battle. You know what I mean? So the whole beat battle pretty much fell apart, but then Med came and saved it. He, you know, it became one of the judges, uh, ended up taking that one, but 
Um, ah, shit. What are some other, you know, um, fucking important stories? I'm trying to think of things throughout <laughs> the years because I've been in a lot of B battle yeah. players that have probably won six of them. Um, shit. The most memorable one, or one of the most memorable ones, there's mm-hmm. two of them. One was like the second battle that I ever entered in with Beat Cinema. Beat Cinema is a dope collective around my way. I don't know if you've heard of them. I've never. But they they do battles the right way. You know what I mean? They make yeah. sure that they tie up any loose ends. They they you know they really dot their eyes and cross the t's. Yeah. And they, the prizes are, are correct. The judges they bring on are or, you know, names that you're yeah. very familiar with and that have that ear that could be a judge, you yeah. know? So um, one of the first battles, it was like Raz G. He was one of the, the judges. Uh, I think it was Esta or maybe Great Dane mm-hmm. and somebody else. But like first joint I played, Raz G, he just, you know, Give me mad fucking props saying, oh, yo, that beat made me want to slap my mama. You know, <laughs> fucking rest easy, Raz G. That dude, yeah. he was uh, another grandfather, a godfather mm-hmm. of the, the beat scene. And that felt really good. Just, you know, being a young cat trying to get my feet wet and get in the battle scene, that meant everything to me. And then the last battle that I ever did, the one that I was like, yo, I'm, I'm done after this, uh, it was fucking exile shoes and thaddeus beck i want to say they were the three judges Mm -hmm. and um i ended up taking that one but it was just it was a more gratifying battle Mm because those three you know they're they're fucking legends in their own right yeah i guess those are a few stories i have nothing crazy Mm -hmm. other than that one where the fucking judge jumped out of the battle and we had to make up you know for for (laughs) that weight yeah so um you know going back to you know your whole 2021 working with blue you know so you said that blue had all of the samples that he wanted to use on the record yep yep he had already gone through i don't know how many years he's been compiling these samples but one thing about blue is that he really does his research you know what i mean like he does the knowledge he's done his homework on whatever it is that he wants to be uh, you know invested in and yeah putting his time and energy into so i'm not sure how long it took him to put this folder together but you know he had these samples that say blue in them and he had chopped up most i want to say most of the samples that he sent me but i was really just trying to test my limits and go outside of my creativity uh, and what you normally hear me chop up because a lot of the samples when you hear them they're real angelic they're like they're playful you know jazzy fucking some big band stuff or whatever you might hear and there's different elements of jazz and that's not what I'm most priv at, like mm-hmm. sampling on the regular. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to take on that challenge. And um, I mean, it paid off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think that the overall sonics of the album is uh, is lighthearted and uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I loved about the, the samples that he sent over. But yeah, he, are, he had already picked them out. Yeah. I mean, there's so many great ones like the Mr. Blue Sky, which I know is a track that you did. I mean, mm. that one was great. And I mean, some of the other ones, too, like um, 
why is the sky blue the one that had the raekwon sample like i just listened to that record i was like how many damn times are they gonna say blue like it was just it kept blowing my mind that like there was just so much you know it's something that's like it's always there in music i mean there's so many iconic samples on that album and it's like you don't realize how much you can just put that into literally an entire record and it can be so good it was just right such an interesting record i mean blue is like really a genius but i mean you guys you know you exile and there was somebody else who worked 57 j57 was actually the one that um did why is uh why the sky is blue or why is the sky blue yeah um the Beatles sample right that's the one you're talking about Yeah. yeah that's j57 and he actually produced the second part of um, Mr. Blue Sky. So mm-hmm. I do that first beat, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. It's like yeah. more the the, the swingy type. And then yeah. that second beat is like, hey, mm-hmm. there, Mr. Blue, <laughs> Mr. Blue, yeah. that's J57. Uh, but yeah, at oh, first sick. I was thinking it was going to be just Blue and I, you know, mm-hmm. I was going to cook up all the joints for it. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, I'm going to send a couple of these over to J57. I was like, word, okay. And then X ended up coming in the fold because he he had some time. So I was yeah. like, word up. Okay, cool. <laughs> these are both my bros that uh, fuck with J57. He, he, you know, was very hospitable to us uh, last mm-hmm. time on tour. And uh, yeah, I'm glad that we we're all part of it. Um, J57. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard of him. He's yeah. he's definitely built his name throughout all these years. So it's dope. I'm just the 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 scrub coming up, you know what I mean? But <laughs> it, it's quite an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. So did you guys ever actually like, you know, like you and J57, you ever actually collaborate on the beats, like, you know, communicate with each, communicate with each other about, you know, what you're doing, how it's gonna mesh into each other for like Mr. Blue Sky? Like, was there ever you know, anything like that? Mm-hmm. No, actually, that was more Blue's vision to put mm-hmm. J57's part at the end of mine, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. tie them in together. Yeah. And me and Jay, we didn't even go back and forth about that, really. We, mm-hmm. we kind of chopped it up randomly in between the time, uh-huh. just seeing how each other were doing. But we weren't like, yo, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, <laughs> chop it up this way and arrange the samples on it like this. It was just us cooking stuff up and letting it fall where it may so everything else was part of blue's vision and his direction what about exile do you ever you know communicate with him for even like guidance you know going through all that or you know well how was that if you hear on um born to be blue Mm -hmm. he did the cuts on there he's the one that did all the cuts yeah so yes i do consult with him we both go back and forth about a lot of shit. We try to trust each other's ear. You know what I mean? It's a, a different type of trust in, at that point, because I might feel like I, I did something dope on, uh, on some joint and he'll be mm-hmm. like, no, maybe you need to shave it down a little bit. And I respect his opinion, just like he respects mine. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, throughout these joints, I was like, what do you think of this? Or, or maybe we can get, the extra instruments on you know some yeah. instrumentation on this some extra layers yeah and yeah he would give me some advice on that so born to be blue he does the the, the cuts on there mm-hmm. he did a great job and uh i think he did cuts on his too what was it um blue world i'm trying to remember he did yeah blue world yeah x he's he's a genius with putting albums together so i definitely trust him 
Yeah, he really is. How long does it take you to make, you know, a beat on average? It depends. But, you know, one can take 15 minutes. Another time it might take a few hours, Mm -hmm. maybe a couple days for me. It depends if I'm going to revisit something and add some trinkets here and there, you know, some ear candy. Depends. I I might just go back to it uh, a couple times or reload it. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's all just uh, off of what I'm feeling. It it needs to work on until it's done. Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite like questions to ask producers because like back in like January, February, I was talking to Static Selecta and I asked him, you know, the same thing of how long does it take you to make a beat? And he said like on average like 25 minutes. And I was like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that's crazy. Like yeah. that's you know, it just it blew my mind. Sometimes like, it's sometimes it just you know be thrown up in 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then there's there's different instances, you know. If mm-hmm. you're trying to maybe put a remix together, or if it's for a more important placement, you might want to spend some more time on it. But for ideas or skeletons. Yeah, that's that's you know 15 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can have a full joint done with all the the drops and transitions. Yeah. The, the bells and whistles, you know, mm-hmm. it really depends. Yeah. And um earlier you said that you know the whole feel of like the color blue is not your usual production style. So mm-hmm. what is, you know, more of the beats you like to make or that you end up making? Huh. Well, I don't, I, I guess I don't want to pigeonhole myself. Um, I was more referring to the joints I was sampling because mm-hmm. that's the yeah. thing. I, I don't have a set formula. I love sampling everything, any and everything. So when I go to a record store and I'm digging, I'm most likely going to get the bargain bin shit. You know, I'm a bargain <laughs> bin proceeded. I'm going to get dollar records, $2, yeah. 50 cent joints, whatever it is. And I'm going to pull something from them. So um, my sample based mind is non-discriminatory. And uh, I wouldn't, man, I wouldn't say that I want to make anything in particular when I do mm-hmm. actually sit at the MP because yeah. I, I don't have anything in mind at that time. But when I hear a sample, I would kind of put it together in my head, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's a great question. Yeah. So like, what are some of the, you know, coolest or some of the favorite things that you've ever sampled? <laughs> Maybe Seinfeld. I have this really? Seinfeld joint that everybody loves. And uh, it could be <laughs> like borderline corny, but that is one of the that more difficult samples that I've chopped up. Really? No doubt. Because if you listen to it, there's a lot of syncopated rhythm in there. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of like, you know, fucking... <laughs> you know whatever the fuck he did the mouth noises and uh the you know the bass groove just everything about it is real off kilter you Mm. know and it took me a little bit to chop that up and really hone in on it because i didn't want it to to kind of just fall on deaf ears yeah so whenever i do play that joint people tend to love it that's awesome i gotta check that out i gotta hear that there, yeah, it'll be on this with... instrumental project. It, it's it's going to be on there. It's just a little. You're, you're dropping an instrumental yeah. project? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit. 
it's it's done. It's pretty much done. It's Ooh. coming out through Dirty Science. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be checking that out. We're gonna be probably dropping a review on that. I mean, oh uh, hell yeah, oh. that'd be dope. <laughs> I hope you love it. And, yeah. and these are just joints that I've cooked up over the years mm-hmm. that we felt would make a great body of work. That's awesome. I'm excited yeah. for that. I'm really excited for that. Right, and um, me too. Me too. Know, it's gonna be my first official release because yeah. I've already put out a 45, but mm-hmm. this will be my actual solo instrumental release that's that's awesome because i was you know i was checking out your genius page and um you know most of the stuff you have is you know all the blue stuff that you've worked on and there were some other you know like loose tracks here and there yeah but, yeah um, you're definitely looking forward to new music and um, you know, talking about the future mm-hmm. you got any other plans this year that are coming up anything you can reveal <laughs> um well that project i already kind of hinted at that and yeah. you know what's to come um shit. me and shoes we've been trying to get this gospel flip record put out he's got a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. too so we will coordinate that at some point we're supposed to put it out this year mm-hmm. uh, at some point um yeah i don't know if i can give out too much else yeah they got a couple pending projects, you know, uh, with MCs I look That's up awesome. to, but uh, I don't want to give it away too soon. Yeah, those those two, at least the instrumental project on Dirty Dirty Science, because mm-hmm. that's within months, some mm-hmm. months. I'm excited yeah. for that. Well, seems like you got a big year in store, and yeah, um, you know, definitely. Before before we let you go, I just want to ask a few questions. So. Mm-hmm. First of all, who's your Mount Rushmore of producers? Because ah yeah, uh, shit, <laughs> um, fuck Dilla, obviously, mm-hmm. all Maybe. day. Uh, he's yeah. at the top. Well, there is no top of Mount Rushmore, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's not put them in any particular order. Yep. Yeah, I'd say Dilla. Can I put Prem and P Rock in the same number? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that's 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 the W. Those are great picks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Khalil is one of one of my favorite producers of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I'm trying to narrow this shit down. It's tough. It's tough. It's, I want to put extra P in there. I, yeah. You know, Large Professor was a big inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. It's a it's tough, tough one, bro. This one is tough. <laughs> um. Top five of all time. All time. Because <laughs> I'm thinking longevity, yeah. body of work. Marley Marl. I'd like to put Marley Marl in there. Yeah. But there's, there's so I'd many. I'd be like switching the. Yeah. <laughs> switching it up. I, I know I'd think of other ones too that would be like all time. Cause I also have my other favorite producers, you know, Exile, and yeah, he's shit. He's in my top, but I haven't actually sat down and put my top five together. Yeah, fuck, bro. It's always, um, and then I'm sure you'll be sitting there later and realize you'll. Think yeah, I know. I'm gonna be like, shit, I, I forgot. Him. <laughs> and everybody will say, "Oh, drain." Yeah. <laughs> it's all run of the mill, and I love Dre's work. I mean, shit yeah just consistency is really big to me yeah um 
might have to get back to you on that because I'm going to be switching a few of them out for sure. I'd definitely be f- uh, switching a few it's names. Tough, but you got some great, yeah. you got some great names out there. So. <laughs> well, at least you got the Dylan, P Rock, the Preem, Khalil. That's almost all yeah. of them. It's great Shit. ones. Yeah. And Knotts, Knotts is in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this is tough. I'm definitely going to have to get back to you. On you that can one. probably go down a whole top. 30 oh, I could. I can go down a crazy <laughs> list because you can hear all these different sounds in my shit. You know, yeah. it's not like a, I'm, yeah, I guess you could say I'm inadvertently biting, but it's more of me fucking being inspired I mean, by yeah, these guys. The, you know what I mean? Inspired by, by yeah. what, what I've heard from them over all these years. I, DITC, come on, Diamond, Lord Finesse, Showbiz. Like, <laughs> you you can't even put a top five together in my head because it's, that's what I'm more prone to picking is, you know, producers. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Uh, it's tough for me to think about. I can't imagine somebody who's actually like making beats at the level you're at to like try to just like put it down to four people or five people. I, I can't imagine. It's that. tough. It's tough. <laughs> but I, I love thinking of lists too. Blue will hit me and be like, yo. Between this or this, or who are your top five, or what are your top five favorite joints? You know, he's <laughs> on the list too. And I love games like that, you know, but really sitting down and, and narrowing the, the choices, I'd have to get back to you on, on the top five for sure. Cause I'm just throwing out a bunch of names. Yeah. That's, you got it. I mean, you started, you started the brainstorm for the final yep, list. Yep, but you yep, gotta, you gotta finish it another time. I do gotta come up with my, my <laughs> end all be all. Yeah, well, it will give you a reason to come back. So, I mean, yeah. you got time to think about it. And um, <laughs> the second thing I want to, or the final thing I want to ask you, actually, is if you could produce a track and have any three rappers on it, dead or alive, who do you want? Oh. I know it's another, another, Ooh. another tough one. That's a good one. Nas. I'd love to get Common on there too. Common is just one of those Nas, Common, and Busta. That'd be Ooh. a crazy combination. That'd be awesome. But, um, that's it. That's a great top three. That's yeah. That's a great three for a. Can I just I stop there? Because I yeah, yeah. Them. I mean, that's three. I'd probably be like, but what about these three? I think they would work dynamically together. Just, yeah. Just, You'll just I'd keep probably going. be on some nerd shit. <laughs> like yeah. Let's just stick. Let's stick with that. Nas, Common, Busta. That's great. Over, over surplus yeah. production. We need that. Hopefully one I, day. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Put that in the universe. You never know. And Royce, or at fuck. I'd have to throw <laughs> Royce in there and Elzai maybe. Um, oh, that's a great one. Those are two yeah. more great ones. But um, thank you so much for coming on. If you want to, um, you know, plug your social media, plug anything right now, you know, go ahead, tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can find you. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me, by the way. Really course, appreciate it. Um, my social, I mean, the one that I am on most is Instagram. I don't really fuck with Twitter like that. I don't check yeah. it out too much. Yeah. But my Instagram, you can definitely stay posted with whatever I'm doing on there. It's um, at S-I-R-P-L-U-S. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. It's at underscore S-I-R-P-L-U-S underscore that's instagram yeah and if you want to follow me on twitter it's surplus dash one s-i-r-p-o-u-s 
thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we wish you nothing but success this year. We'll be, you know, talking some time. I'm going to be bro. dropping a review on that tape. I'm super excited to listen to it. And, um, you know, I'm going to keep digging into the stuff you've already put out. Yes, and um, yeah, thank you for coming on. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate you. Thanks for, for sure. putting me in your top 20 for last year. Listen. Thank you for reviewing anything that I've worked on. Yeah. Thank you to anybody that, that's willing to listen. Nope. appreciate you and anybody listening right now. Thank you. Right. Have a good one. You too, bro. Peace. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Fantastic Hip Hop Podcast. We are signing out. Have a great day. Yeah.